0: Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless. This is a special backstage episode of Flawless. We are coming to you live from Girls Rock Fest and you are about to hear from all the bands that were on the lineup uh, talk about some of their favorite albums and their Flawless albums. So uh, this is episode one. There'll be another episode again next week with the rest of the album. So uh, make sure you check them out. Thanks. Hey, I'm Kelly.
1: I'm Sophia. And I'm
2: Stacey.
3: And, and we're Blush. blush. <laughs> nice. <Love it. laughs>
0: And what are you nominating
4: for us today? Blush has decided that we're going to nominate Celebrity Skin by Hole because it's fucking amazing. Oh, make me over.
5: I'm all I want to be.
6: I walk and study
5: in demonology. Hey, so that you could make it. Yeah.
1: Now you really made it. It is great. <laughs> awesome choice. Why would you choose such a seminal album?
4: All right, well, we have to start with first and foremost Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Say the what queen. you gotta say. Queen. Queen. <laughs> She's our queen. Um, no, I'd say that uh, Hole was probably like our founding love of everything within yes. our bands. It was oh, definitely like, a, it's our concrete. It's the, the glue. Glue, it's the concrete, we're... it's everything. Yes.
2: The first song we learned when we got together the very first song we played was um celebrity skin yeah. Hole, which is off for that album so. it
4: never left that room by the yeah, way <laughs> yeah no it was terrible
2: <laughs> that's
0: a good going to see a couple
6: of maybe still haven't gotten that
4: yeah <laughs> maybe one no it's just it just feels like a disservice to the queen when we do it that's all you know Can't even i approve. remember
2: um when i first met you guys at that bar that time mm. we were meeting up for the first time and you asked me like oh you know who are your influences? who do you like? And I think I said whole and you guys like your face is lit die so <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's a, like,
4: yeah. a, like a are like a dying breed those whole fans, especially in Sleepy <laughs> Brisbane, like if you find one you hold on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> we <ain't> gone anywhere. <laughs> cool. um,
7: So, How did you discover the album yes.
4: Um, I think for Stace and I, we were very fortunate to have an older sister that was into, I still say, great music. Kelly and I are
8: sisters,
2: by the
4: way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's it's an interesting thing. We're siblings. Um, No, we had an older sister and our dad who was really, like, kind of finger on the pulse for what I'd say is good music. And, uh, yeah, Hole and Celebrity Skin, that was definitely an album that I remember me and Stace being super idiots too jumping around pretending mm-hmm. that we're our greatest little courtney love rock stars mm-hmm. nice. you great.
9: listen to the other, other albums as well oh like, yeah oh hell yeah, yeah. live yeah. through
4: this like it was a hard one to pick like i was like sure. can we just say all of Hole? yeah umbrella yeah. <laughs> <of whole." laughs> <In general. laughs> yeah. um i think we just kind of went with this one purely because like sonically for everybody i know like the lyrics for me in this it just stand out against everything else the guitar like she's just yeah. And maybe for Soph, I don't know, Patty just hits yes. like a fucking, she hits so hard. Yeah. She is <laughs> my
2: queen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um. Soph was really cute this morning. Yeah. What were you watching? <laughs>
2: I watched Hit So Hard this morning to like get inspired for the day. What's that? Yeah. What's that, Soph? Patty Schemmel's documentary about her time in whole... Watch it. You've got to watch oh. it. Yeah. It's,
4: she she's awesome. a gun. She's a gun. She has
2: truly lived through this. Yeah. <laughs>
4: and uh, she kind of really does. She, um totally brings to light like a lot of the stuff that had been like questioned within the band for so long and like in such like a very honest nah this is how it is it's so nice to have like the person that was involved tell the story yeah and not have to question it and she just says it like su- super honest like yeah this happens mm.
9: yeah so what are they all up to now post hole
4: well like hole's still kicking but not with the former members of sorts this is what i know so courtney love is still floating around doing stuff under the name of Hole, but she has recruited, like, new players, I think is... There's, like,
2: a rumour that they're, like, going to actually reform and tour, and, like, I think... We want to support them. If they them. <laughs> See, Courtney, if, you you're, if you're listening,
4: Courtney, yeah, if you're, <laughs> <if> you're, <laughs> if you're
2: out
1: we're, there, we're, we're science, yeah. Blush, yeah. just yeah. remember Blush yeah. wants yeah. to yeah. play yeah. with you. Spread yeah. the word, guys. Spread the word. There you go. And you could go on their world tour. Yeah. Support them. I think we're awesome. ready. Yeah, definitely. From Girls' Fest on it with Hole. Yeah. See, I, I always wanted to be Melissa because I was a natural redhead. Yes. Have you listened to her solo stuff? No, I have not. Phenomenal. She looks like a mermaid. Yeah, she does. She does, yeah. Ariel. Yeah, right? But like a mermaid who would kick your ass yeah yeah so i always wanted to be her but i dressed like courtney love when i was growing Absolutely. up yeah so. yes. i don't
4: think you've done wrong in any of those departments <laughs> you've got the best of both worlds. yeah so
1: ta-da yeah. picked yeah. chosen well mm-hmm. so how did you discover hole like we've had the sisters mm. yes yeah.
2: we've, we've talked about the sisters i think just growing up i also had an older sister that was into good rock music but i don't think it was really her like she didn't introduce me to hole i think just um specifically during uni so this is obviously after high school i studied music um and my teacher like introduced me to the riot girl revolution in the era and then through that i just discovered so many cool riot girl bands and girl bands and like Hole is so popular like i've obviously heard the songs growing up all my life but i think it was really when i look back at that time in my life where i really like appreciated that era of 90s music and specifically women in music. Mm. Yeah. I find it
4: so ironic that that's how you found them, though, because, like, Hole was effectively, like, the antithesis of, like, the Riot, Riot Girl scene. Girl.
2: Everyone yeah. in that scene
4: hated them. And that
10: is, <laughs> <Yes>. like, really <laughs> hilarious. to be uh-huh. like,
4: I found Hole through Riot Girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but pretty
2: much.
10: I
4: love it. was it. just,
2: like, women in music, Yeah. Like for sure no it is such a trickle it.
4: effect I dig that yeah. but
1: in alternative music women in music is almost a genre in itself yeah when you come to like yeah anything, and no. guitar yeah, yeah, and yeah. heavy and stuff yeah. so you want it to be different you, you know being a female musician you want to be able to go no I am just a musician in this ind- ind- yeah. it's a fine line hey because you yeah. want it
4: to be like um women in music you kind of don't want to have to get to that point where it has to be such a oh you're a woman in music like wow mm. what's that like to make it feel like it's like a a creature in a zoo or something like that. You want to make it feel as if it is, like, it's just so ordinary. But at the same mm-hmm. time, you kind of want to build that community where it is, like, no, like, women, we are doing music when we're together. But, I don't know, it's a really tricky balance. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: Mm. But it's a community. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So
1: they were hyper-femme, like, mm. really feminine when it came to uh, their aesthetic. And then they brought out really some beautiful, vicious lyrics and stuff, uh, yeah, I'd Yeah, I don't
4: even know if, like, hyper-femme, I, I think it was, like, more – um like i look at courtney and she was doing like the baby doll dresses and yeah. stuff like that but i think it was a excuse my language but like a bit of a piss take like i think yeah, she was doing it because it's like this is what you yeah. think yeah, beauty like is. The makeup yeah let's talk about and beauty and... that's going to be slightly off and slightly, slightly disturbed and it just doesn't quite mm. look right like i loved it i thought it was yeah. great
1: yeah that's awesome are there particular standout tracks oh my god
4: well, yeah three, i think i don't know singles. if we could agree yeah. as a band
2: no, 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 we agree. Have we? Yeah, we oh, said yeah.
4: That this Whoa. morning. Yeah, well, I'm Have checking we we? the whole <laughs> on the same point. Have we? Just <laughs> there we go. Uh, All right, <laughs> well, well like, now I'm, I'm just so going to sure. recite what I said this morning. Yes. For me, um, Reasons to be Beautiful yes. is absolutely a banger, and then um, playing your song is just insane. Yeah. That opening, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just wow. a riff, like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> And,
2: I mean, then obviously. and awful. And, and awful. The <laughs> I song was awful. You awful yes. but also awful.
4: I'm used to that kind of. There are of so stuff, many, but you? like yeah.
2: obviously celebrity skin. Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. but then you've just got like we're literally naming the entire. Yeah, cliche no, is like Malibu. Malibu is I was about to say. <laughs> Uh, so I, actually, no, I actually love
4: Northern, though, as well. Like that.
2: Yeah. So to summarise, I don't think no. we could decide. Well, that's no. why we picked Celebrity Skin yeah. in general, because, like, be- obviously Hole have so many good albums, mm. but, like, every song on Celebrity Skin is a bop.
4: Like, it's uh, a banger. It's to the point where, like, we can gush and be like, no, 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 this song's way better, and then you come back yeah. and you're like, I can't choose. <laughs> <laughs>
9: So I, re- I read up on Wikipedia and it said that Billy Corgan was actually quite heavily involved in it and wrote five songs, was involved oh. in five songs. Yeah, don't there's I, an interesting
4: overlap that. That that's there with Hole and Billy Corgan. Uh-huh. So if you know a little bit about Courtney. What? Courtney what? and,
8: what? That Courtney and
4: Billy, that used to sort of date, be a thing. They Have, yes. yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they bang?
6: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Did they bang? Yeah. I was, was about to say, that's too. Well, yeah. Obviously. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, No, yeah, he definitely, he's been credited as helping, like, co-writes, but he didn't, like, it was more just kind of, like, mutual influencing sounds, like being in a room together and strumming along. But I don't know if he facilitated actual, like, constructive writing per se. Mm. 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 I don't know, and I know she's very defensive about that, so I don't want to burn any bridges in Courtney right now. (laughs) Courtney Courtney did it all, damn it! (laughs) Yeah, we love you. internet
9: (laughs) in the past
4: yeah I mean your source was Wikipedia yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) spring it up there boom yeah
0: (laughs) that was (laughs) shots fired I feel like I belong sorry Grant (laughs) That's okay so why did you pick this album I know you said all the other ones are great but why Mm. this one instead of the other one what makes this one above the other ones
4: when we were chatting about this I kind of in my, like, um, decision-making, it was just, like, everything stands out. It was the lyrics. It was, like, how it all fell together as, like, one uniform piece, like a story and a vibe mm-hmm. and a feeling from start to finish. No part of me ever wants to go, next, next. Mm-hmm. and never. I never yeah. charge through it. It's just nice. a solid listen mm-hmm. through. And I look back and, like, that was the art of what an album was back then. You're supposed yeah. to sit and you're supposed to enjoy it and, like, mm-hmm. really listen from start to finish. And I think that's something that's a bit of a loss kind of, um, like... Uh, listening gauge these days mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it's, for me it was that and then also like sonically like everything just rips like patty's drumming in that i don't know i just can't get over it she's fucking a gun yeah, yeah. <laughs> um that's that's what stood out for me yes. like honestly i love all of them they're like it's i'm never gonna have kids but i think this is an expression that they throw out. it's like having three kids and you love them for different reasons yeah. you know that's kind of where i'm at sure. but you love them yeah. all the same
1: yeah
9: yeah <laughs>
4: And it okay. went platinum, multi-platinum
1: in like yeah, it went yeah. most yeah. countries, yeah. didn't it?
9: four million in the US alone again. Yeah. That's a question of our sources, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've got so far in US and Australia, and Canada.
1: Like, this is the music that I was dancing to as I was growing up, like, in clubs underage. I'm still dancing yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, that, which is fun. Yeah. But when it was, like, when they were coming out with yeah. stuff, like, when the, it was launching, I was underage in nightclubs. How club. was
4: that? Because, like, as somebody that was a small kid and had no concept of, like, groundbreaking music in that time and space, like, it being, like, the forefront of it kind of doing that thing. How was that for you? Did you recognise at the time as being something really fucking cool?
1: Yeah, because yeah. every I was into alternative music and it was a, lots and lots of guys and stuff and the women were always the sexy bassists yeah. and that was kind of what was happening in all of the m- magazines I was reading. You'd get the the middle page um, was the poster and it was always the, the bassist of Coal Chamber or something yeah. like that. Um, and now I, then a band like Hole would come and go, I'm wearing a giant... Like, I'm wearing a baby doll dress and I'm gonna fuck you up boots. Yeah. Um, everything's yeah. ruined. Like, every, my makeup's completely ruined. I'm playing music and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna empower you. Yeah. And I, I would just, for someone like me growing up into that, I was yeah. like, well, okay, I, I'll be empowered by you. <laughs> yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah, that's like I'm She's of, in a baby doll dress. It must be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I honestly used to dress like that and walk around London on my own in the middle of that when I was like 14 years old and was, not ever assaulted because people were looking at me like well she's there's something clearly wrong with her
4: so we're not gonna go near her because she's deranged in some way so what i'm hearing is like courtney's love courtney loves aesthetic was a, def, a defense mechanism on the public eye for yourself definitely it I worked love that it worked really well like if i, I walked around in a nighty, baby doll dresses and not guns <laughs> yeah there you
1: go and big kickoff boots and it was all good yeah. and inspired awesome. me back in back into creating music so that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, so it's an awesome album. Album, so definitely. Any
4: final thoughts?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Final sell. If people haven't heard the album. What should they? What should they do if they <laughs> haven't heard the <laughs> album, all I can say is, can you
4: please give it like um, the courtesy of listening to it in its solid state from start to finish? Maybe like just really tune into it. Watch she like every aspect lyrically. I think it's just like incredible. Yeah. All
7: right. Well, thank you thanks very much. much. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for, thanks for, having, for us. having us. Bye.
5: Bye. Oh, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm Michelle. And I'm Alana. And we are Coco Uzi. Hi, Coco Uzi. Hey, how are you? Good, welcome to Flawless. (laughs) Thank you.
1: Now, you've nominated an album you think is Flawless to us at Girls Rock Fest. Uh, What album is that and by whom?
10: Well, it's not so much an album. Um, We were jamming last night and we were trying to discuss, uh, you know, collectively what is our favourite album and, you know, we all had stuff that we really dug and it's like, yeah, dig that, it's not my favourite and so forth and we kind of came to the conclusion that something that we all loved and I guess is influential to us all is Scientists, Um, essentially the song Swampland.
5: Yep, collectively we decided on Swampland and also for the sound um, and various, um, I guess morphings of Kim Salmon through the years as well mm-hmm. but what we were also discovered is just the the differences well all the albums that Swampland actually appears on and it was due to I guess them being an alternate independent Melbourne band who put out a number of singles and EPs independently and then gradually over time overseas Record companies started to become interested in them and then they couldn't work out what to do with old songs and so they released compilation albums in order to kind of be put out there as a product and then they all went back in and re-recorded all these um, songs from years before with a new producer. So Swampland actually appears on a number of different records which we were really fascinated by. Um, we with did this homework process last we did homework. You did homework. Yeah, <laughs> did well, do yeah. Homework. we did all nice. like,
8: these the same, There's kind of like a collection of songs that yeah. appear on a number of different, different albums because they started off as EPs or singles, and they like the albums are compilations. So they have got. I associate it with heading for a trauma. For for me, that collection
10: of songs. Whereas yep.
5: you've got a weird love.
10: And, like, a, and my, I, the one that is the compilation that came out pissed on another planet for me. (laughs) So it's got a lot of the early stuff as well and Swampland's not even on that but it's, yeah, I guess that's how I kind of, you know, see it all. Just one big band with awesome songs. Yeah. And the only one that's
1: on Spotify is Sedition which is the live album. Oh, my God. And which has um, only some of the songs from Weird Love on it but it starts with Swampland. Uh, Yay. Um, But it's like such a such a live album on the Spotify mm. that it's even announcing that they've got merch at the back and stuff ah. like that which is really good so yeah. um, you really set us a challenge yes. because yeah. trying <laughs> to <laughs> find good yeah, yeah. Homework as well. yeah trying to find it was yeah. really hard so I ended up having a look and doing my research awesome. and I found it um, as being the sing- uh, song on Weird Love
11: Yes. so yes. that's the
1: one that I listened to so I ended yeah. up finding um, and the only way I could find Weird Love was either by buying a record online on (gasps) which uh which i didn't have time (laughs) for or um i'm somebody has ripped it from their vinyl straight to
5: youtube YouTube. yes so so i listened to it
1: on youtube so which is most Ah. peculiar so that's how we we found it so how did you all get to oh this is interesting scientists as a band
8: yes I, i think that They were very influential on each of us. Like when they came out, like, well, I probably got onto them in like 1985 and it was when I was discovering like music. And so they were like this big thing. They had their own unique sound, they had weird timing signatures and Mm. all this kind of stuff. My mum's going, How do you dance to that? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and um, so I I suppose for all of us, like, we've all got different connections with it Mm -hmm. so for me it's it's that it's like discovering them as a teenager Yeah. what the this
5: is great and I just remembered because Michelle and I met around that late 80s kind of time or early 90s and we were both into swamp we were both kind of swampy sort Mm -hmm. of alternative sort of thing um, back then (laughs) so we we actually probably bonded over fashion which is Michelle probably hate (laughs) <laughs> completely because she hates fashion but um, I bonded over fashion but I actually got more into the scientists I was volunteered to do writing for bums magazine and I interviewed Kim Salmon when he was doing the surrealists okay. so I actually hadn't really listened to much of the scientists before then I kind of went through that other side of Kim Salmon and then went backwards and then realized that yeah knowing Michelle she'd been listening to that for years so yeah, kind of. I was more into the cramp sort of thing, which is really similar with the the sound of the tremolo on the guitar and the wire, and that grunge swamp sort of sound. But yeah, that's mine. And then oh, wow, out.
10: band, interesting. Oh yes, kind okay. of. How we met? Yes, because of um, is that the right way? Yes, of, <laughs> yeah, um, totally. Because of um, oh, the scientists. Oh, shit, sw- oh. <laughs> you, you can swearing. swear. You can swear. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Um, These girls saw me. I played, um, Kim Salmon has pop-up bands kind of wherever Mm. he goes here and there and he had one in Brisbane a few years ago and Mm. I was luckily um, enough asked to play drums with him so... Um awesome. we did some yeah. shows and
5: sure. there I was swooning, going, Oh my god, who is that drummer? <laughs> <laughs> who is that <laughs> drummer? Way, so totally no, but it was <laughs> ages later. It, it was a random oh my god, that woman, who was that person who was drumming? Because we had to find Kim a drummer. Salmon, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but we knew oh we yeah. knew she dug Kim Salmon, which is our mutual thing anyway. And plus, I remember Michelle and I just stocked up. We spent hundreds of dollars on Kim Salmon, or oh, scientist's records at Tim's that afternoon. So, which is where they sell their records. It's just when he does random shows, he'll bring his merch. Okay. So, yeah. But yes, yeah. So, yeah, so that's Lana. Oh my god! Be, yeah, we wouldn't we, be. Oh, maybe
10: we, we would, would. But you know, because oh, yeah. we're resourceful, and yeah. we, I think we all would, we would have come, have just come just to, to ourselves. Mm. But yeah, but because Kim Salmon's been here, if it wasn't for. Yes, Simon, oh, my yeah. God, yeah.
1: There you go, who <laughs> incidentally was inducted into the Australian Music Hall of Fame in 2004. Which is amazing. Rally
5: so. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Wow. There lovely you go. Yeah. So. He's a yeah, lovely man. He's a lovely Very man. Lovely man. And, and it really, he and the scientists really epitomise for me, and probably us, um, just that example of an alternative band who keep going, um, doing their thing and staying kind of true, Unfortunately, on the downside is probably they've been ripped off along the way and they don't actually make much money anymore from all of their records. But slowly they're reclaiming it and the sign... Like, I saw the sign to Sony last year or two years ago or something. Triffid. At the Triffid. At the Oh, my God. Absolutely amazing. 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 Hey, It was amazing. Yeah. And it was exactly it's the still same. Got it? Yeah. Oh.
10: oh. It was God. just such a great show. Yeah. Yeah. It
5: was really... I've
10: seen a few bands at the Trifford and that's yep. like... At oh, least top five. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. Do you think that they Which
1: influenced Redenburg you in. as a band? Pardon. Do you do you think that they influenced you as a band? Yes, yeah,
10: Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Have that kind of noisy and yeah. growly, growly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
8: yeah. I think I think uh, growly songs bass. Like, uh, Yeah. We had love and things like that. Yes. Yes. Really got me hooked on riffs. And yeah, riffs. And we and love riffs. riffs. Yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah. 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 Pretty dirty. Yeah. 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 Dirty.
1: Dirty dirty swampy is such yeah. a, that's a genre I am yet to <laughs> oh, and, yeah. like explore mm. with some big Wellington boots on that, uh, Yeah
5: <laughs> that's awesome oh, you so said so nicely we... with that accent too
1: oh okay yeah. um, are there particular tracks yeah. that stand oh. out for you we had we love Yeah, we love, had
5: love
10: swampland last night. last night frantic romantic years oh, oh, on yeah. another planet oh, oh, happy hour oh, happy hour, hour. List oh. on, the list goes oh, on the list goes on the yeah.
9: yeah. unfair.
10: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's a really good also, there's a really good um, Numero compilation that has come um, out. I've got it on vinyl and it's just... So Numero is the record label, Yes, isn't it? Numa, yeah? yeah, and they did a... I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but, um, yeah. Was it the Pissons? No, I Another one, was uh, it? I, sorry, I can't remember, but it's great. If um, It's just got lots of, you know, old and new and yeah. on vinyl and it's all kind of the package really nice, you know, if, if you like, the vinyl. A lot of Love vinyl. Which we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Ritual. There's something oh, about just, the, oh. the
5: ritual of vinyl is still amazing, hey. Mm. And I've got – um, I have got. I found all my brother – my brother collected all those little singles. So I've got all the old scientists' singles, which is kind of around the same time as early Hoodoo Gurus and oh, that wow. sort of era. Uh, must be the 80s, hey. That, I mean, that I mean, sound. You know, yeah, Weird
1: that, Love was 1986. Yeah. yeah so right. that was the re-recording okay. of the early singles and EPs and turned into one behemoth of a record. Mm.
5: Yeah, no, that would, oh, Yeah.
1: So yeah, do you each have some on vinyl? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those, yeah <laughs> of course. There you go. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
10: I don't even think I've looked at... And the T-shirt. ...on Spotify. Like, I no, I don't. I like, like Spotify because, yeah. you know, you can discover new stuff, but I haven't even... Discovered anything there? Like you said, there's not much. No, and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. you it made just, us which work. Is yeah. Very rare yeah. these days. Like now, it's I of, know. You can't find it on Spotify. Does it even
0: exist?
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you notice too the absence of official videos for the scientists? They don't have videos. Well, I can just find live.
1: videos or, or particular know. singles and stuff. No, like, there was, are no
5: no videos. It was
1: difficult ah. to research. Yeah, which was interesting. Enough. So, uh, like, you set us a challenge, which we are quite enjoy know, here I, at Flawless. Yeah. It's, it's like they're that. being
8: deliberately elusive and underground and kind of obtuse. I don't reckon they are. Maybe no. they are stuck, they stuck in that swamp. Yeah. I oh, know. I think they are pretty... Hard to find them through the creepers elusive
5: yeah. that's awesome so yeah. creepers
1: most yes. do you have any final plug if somebody never heard them before like we hadn't yes. uh, oh. recommend a track or an album or something something that you would recommend that someone gets into them gets into the scientists from what would you say is a good starting ground
10: well there's a bunch of compilations yeah. that the one I think it was I think it was 2004. It came out, and it's um, yeah, "Pissed on Another Planet," and it's just got. I think that's a really good start. Awesome. Start from there, and also buy all the albums as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that everything. Because that
5: one has the old, the oldest sort of stuff too, isn't it? Like the Frantic Romantic yeah, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. that sort of 60s feel, which is so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of it's romantic too. He's a romantic. Aww. You did a little romantic. pelvic thrust
9: during the oh, little. Yeah. I love my, my satin oh, pants.
5: Totally no. <laughs> <laughs> channeling. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. embarrassing.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you for introducing Scientists to Flawless. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you for coming on to the show. That's thank awesome. Thanks Thank oh, you. Guys. Thank
4: you.
5: Thank you. That's awesome.
11: Hi, I'm Ian, I'm from The Stress of Leisure.
3: And I'm Pascal from The Stress of Leisure.
11: And we've chosen the album Marky Moon by New York Band Television.
3: It was released in 1977 and it was their debut album.
11: Fantastic, awesome. So you, what, made you, what made you decide to choose this album? Well, your podcast called Flawless. I can't think <laughs> of that, what we can agree on, basically, between Pascal nice. and myself, yeah. what we can agree on in terms of uh, flawless albums to us. Um, this was common ground. Um, Marky e. Moon by television, to me, is a flawless record because um, when I hear of people um, being name-checked, as being influenced by television, I immediately go and listen. I go, "Wow, they have to be good." Yeah, because <laughs>
9: okay.
11: the, the guitar playing in this album and the lyricism and everything is amazing. And the
3: and the interplay between all of the band members is uh, fundamentally vital to each other.
11: Yeah, it, there's an exotic um, styling to the guitar playing on this album. Just to, if you start with the guitars, um, Tom Boleyn and Richard Lloyd, they're guitar playing just kind of cascades. Mm-hmm. And it paints this picture of a desolate beauty of New York in the 1970s, Lower East Side, Manhattan, uh, which was basically, when you go back to the '76 and '77 in New York, it was a place of economic downturn. Uh, the place was crumbling. You had the son of Sam serial killer. You had, uh, in the 1977, blackout, the, the, the blackout. big blackout where there's widespread looting. A lot of great music came out of this this era.
3: Hip-hop and punk were yeah, coming yeah.
11: out. And But this album is kind of just separate from all of it in terms of its abstract beauty of this romantic desolation. Yeah,
3: because um, Verlaine's lyrics as well are very much influenced by the kind of French... Symbolist uh, romantic poetry, as well, so it's kind of epic and um, unresolved at the same time. Yeah. So,
11: but it was also just as much influenced by Marvel comics like The yeah. Silver Surfer. and mean, yeah. the, so there's, there's so much great stuff like that intertwines. All the players in the band are amazing. Yeah.
3: The rhythm section is outstanding and they kind of play with timing really interestingly. Where, like, a song like Marky Moon might start and you feel you're on the one, but you're nowhere near the one (laughs) Like
1: the time John's come in. (laughs) Yeah.
8: Which
3: is interesting because they were
1: one of the CBGB bands, so that's they managed to make themselves on that circuit. Yeah, and they had a
3: residency there, and I think um, they played so much and got so good at what they were doing, that's why this debut kind of has just... And they've rehearsed something like four or five hours a day for six weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just they were much fit. They were really, really. It didn't feel like well. a debut record, did not it? at all. It felt like a very established record. And it doesn't feel like a seventies record either. Like we played it the other night, and it's just like, oh gosh, this is just every time. It's, yeah. It's beautiful.
0: As someone who came up through like Oz music in the nineties, mm. I can listen to this album and go, yeah, okay, now I know what all the bands I listened to when they were, yeah, so yeah. like R.E.M. But even like your local Australian bands as well, like that interplay sure. with the guitars. Yeah, that's and right. And it's almost. They took it to a, a different space where it was like almost big and powerful it's, it's amazing how I guess not lo-fi, but it's stripped back it is while still like you, it's so like clean it's guitar, at the same time riff. you can hear him playing a solo but it's not really a solo like we think of a solo
11: now it's more it's just something completely different which yeah is really and
3: it's such a clean sound that album. Yeah. it's just beautiful the,
11: I think the the thing too is that there's there's a number of things in what you said there mm. in terms of the 90s in terms of kids that grew up in the 70s and like me you hear that you hear this sound and it's comforting yeah. it's a dry studio sound of the 70s which translates to the sound of the 90s mm. because the sort of the 60s and 80s are linked in kind of this audiology audiology you know i guess audio
3: yeah. approach yeah. yeah audio
11: file yeah. approach mm. yeah and and the other thing that separates it is the scale, the type of guitar playing they, they're doing. Like Richard Lloyd is influenced through Hendrix um, and Tom Belaine is kind of on his own planet. But they, they use these exotic scales, guitar scales, and one of them is like the, the Mixolydian scale. And you can hear that scale um, when people use it. It's a definite... Influence. It's a definite flavour. Yeah and you know Prince uses it but like it's a, in a totally different way yeah. but you hear it in the Strokes you hear an echo in the Bunnyman, you hear it in the go-betweens Yeah, like there's just so many bands that, that they've taken on the television imprint
0: Sounds. Yeah. so how did you each discover this album then did you sort of <laughs> that's the question there we go yeah
3: how yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't have an interesting um, like I found it in a a secondhand shop in the cassettes or anything like right. that. Uh, I, I would have just um, read it in some music magazine that someone else was influenced by it, and yep. I would have found it that way. And um, yeah, I, when I first heard it, it would have felt like uh, I don't. You don't. You want to use the word perfection, but when the sound came out, it just sounded right. It yep. sounded great. Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah, it's it's that name checking. A lot of artists, especially. There's a lot like the proliferation of music magazines in the 80s and 90s was obviously a lot stronger. The magazine culture, mm-hmm. and in a lot of magazines, you'd get artists that would list their favourite albums, and they'd talk about albums that influenced them. And televisions, Marky Moon would yeah, always, always pop up. come up. So yeah. it's always on the shopping list, and yeah. I think that would have been my starting point. And once I discovered it, it was just this exotic. Uh, flower yeah. of mm. like that punk period, yeah. Yeah. especially in New York at the time, as we we established. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So then, do you think, as as musical performers yourself, that you've been influenced
0: by sort of what that album does and how it works, or is it?
3: I'd like to speak um, from what I observe in you, Ian. That I definitely hear and uh, the flavour of it lyrically. I think you have that real kind of cinematic approach to lyrics, and also the the way that um, you go for a metrical approach with your lyrics rather than having them to make sense, that kind of thing. I hear that. Yeah,
11: definitely in the phrasing of the the vocals. Um, Like when I heard Tom Verlaine sing, um, I went, oh, this seems right. And there's an overlap with Patti Smith. Both Tom Mm Verlaine and Patti Smith had a relationship Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're all playing in CBGBs. There was that correlation but it's kind of that New York sneer and that influenced a lot of bands I loved in the 80s, yeah. uh, whether it be REM or Go-Betweens, yeah. et cetera. But it's, yeah, there's definitely... heads as
3: well. Yeah, yeah, but
11: the once again, the guitar playing and those scales, are just they just kind of separate stuff from... Mm. The, getting away from, if you guitar talk, the minor pentatonic scale <laughs> and you're going into the the, the, the the mixolydian, it's just a whole other world. Yeah. And just, I really loved
3: yeah. how Richard Lloyd has described when he first heard Tom Verlaine play... He just knew that they could fit together and they kind of matched what each other didn't have. And yeah. it was a, you can kind of feel that. I think maybe our band has a little bit of that, not the exceptional skill of it, but we certainly have, uh, every member of our band has a part to play. And if you take one away, I think it, it lacks.
11: Definitely the sneer, the yeah. sneer, mm. the absurdity. Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> sneer and the absurdity. It's like, you don't get us, we don't care. Yeah. You That's know, nice. We, yeah. we, we, this is our world, you know. But you that works.
1: Us. People are drawn to it, though. Yeah. They go, oh, you, you're taking it away from me, which means I want it more. <laughs> yeah.
3: cruel, cruel to be kind
11: yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. But, the, the, you know, the, the, as I said, the, this album is flawless. It's hard to approach it w- without saying how did they do this. Yeah. yeah. Like you listen exactly. to it and it's just it's timeless, as we already said, but the, the playing on it, they... I think we read that they rehearsed endlessly for weeks before they record this album and they're just completely locked in and they worked really hard to get this sound. And
3: some and of those tracks were only recorded one time and it yeah. was done. Yeah, So can you imagine being at that point? Mm. It's yeah. amazing. And so
11: it just continually gives every time you yeah. listen to this, whether you're listening to the drummer yeah. or the bass yeah. player. Yeah. Billy Ficker, the drummer, he's like...
3: Oh, incredible. You hear
11: some of the um, repetitive moves yeah. he does, yeah. like on Marky Moon or even Prove It, Yeah. like the... It's, oh, it's incredible. great. Yeah, yeah. He isn't went on to play, what, The Waitresses? He,
3: yeah, he did The Waitresses. I know what girls like. And, yeah. um, Boys like.
11: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody likes it. It's that's girls right. rock, you know. That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I love the fact that each member is still currently living. That's great. Right. That's, that's <laughs> good too. Let's that's celebrate that. Longevity. I, yeah, <laughs> I love the I read that um,
1: Tom Verlaine and Richard Hell both disappeared from Delaware to go to New York to become poets. That yes. was their mission was and they happen. had become poets.
3: They had that crossover. They both really loved Rambo, the um, French poet. and I think they had in their minds they were going to do that, which would, lends itself to the fact that they lyrically,
1: they don't go this we everything rhymes, everything has to sound the same. No, that's it's, right. It is more like poetry put to music rather than just lyrics. That's right.
11: And talking the lyrics are just great. And like y- you only have to walk into the Louvre. In Paris, oh. and you got the Venus de Milo ahead of you, and you go, "Look, they got," she's got no arms. Yeah. <laughs> but if you heard the television lyric, you know, yeah, fall I'm falling the into arms. the arms That's of Venus Milo de Milo, as he says it in that. So it's kind of like there's this great, uh, like artistic references through it, as
3: and well. yeah, you could really delve into the language of it. It's very much, um, it, it's so full of imagery and it's kind of like timeless imagery but captured in little moments like a cadillac leaving a, ca- a graveyard mm. or something like that so cool. it is nice. i think the poetry was a big connect for them
11: it's a flawless album yeah so well
3: <laughs> just on
0: a final note as, if you were going to recommend someone check out uh, the album that they haven't heard it before is there one song you think you'd recommend to people well to? The, title oh,
11: track, the title track marky moon is like as soon as you hear that yeah. those riffs that is basically like television Yeah. and you, you, if you hear anybody else playing those riffs, you'll go, they're doing a television. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, that song is yeah. really the, the title track, it's the starting mm. point.
3: That's a great track, but there's only eight tracks on the album as yeah. well and it's almost like you could go through them all and just go, oh that one," or oh, that yeah. one," or oh, that one. That,
11: that and Venus. Yeah. But, Evil, oh, but See No Evil, the opening track. I love See yeah. No Evil, yeah, it's yeah. got
3: a Shangri-La's kind of uh, thing in you know, it, yeah. or is that Friction?
11: Uh, Venus got the sh- Venus that's sh- right, sh- <laughs> right. <Ceno laughs> yeah.
3: evil um, and then prove it which is his lyric his um vocal delivery on prove it is just so great yeah. oh my yeah, god like, prove
8: it Yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> just throwing, a facts yeah. <laughs> cool all right well thank you very much for joining us today and sharing mark moon with us oh thanks thank, you. thank
3: you for having us
7: Hey, my name is Ben. I play in The Cutaways. Uh, we just finished playing, and my nominated album is Pretty Steel by Judas Priest.
9: Sensational awesome. request. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there
0: you go. So we gave we gave this one to Grant because yeah, that heavier rock stuff is right up his alley. It is all right. right up my alley. So yes. thank you, and what a great opportunity <laughs> to, to listen to this. I
9: I, um, I put it on this morning actually, and um, what I could recommend for any of you with young kids is don't do that yeah. <laughs> because all of a sudden they went mad, and I was like, oh, this is this is I need to be aware of that next time. So Ben. Talk to us about British Steel and your love of the album.
7: Um, I just think it's just a seminal, awesome record and it's just timeless. Um, it's really interesting. I know, well, I think I know. I don't know yeah. <laughs> for sure, but um, Rob Halford is the, is gay in that band. And oh. at the time that came out, people didn't know that. Um, so a lot of the lyrics, you can hear them and I guess metalheads would go yeah we're talking about grinders and stuff and then obviously the app grinder wasn't out then but yeah. um, he's you I'm know you start ask. listening to those lyrics um, and the wow. double meaning in them starts becoming pretty obvious and um, it's yeah it's just a great record it just it, I've, I've seen there's like docos on it I've seen them it's amazing
9: mm. so released in 1980 razor blade on the cover Gay Frontman I mean it's a it's a it's a <laughs> Really? What a mix, I
0: suppose. Yeah. Sure.
1: And he's English, just saying. Just speaking yeah, it yeah. out there. Yeah. English voice. Holding the hand up. There you yeah.
0: go. So are you a big fan of all of Judas Priest's stuff?
7: Or um, I like um, probably... Uh, that's probably the record I like the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I Actually, I my album of the year from... not, uh, I think it was last year, they released an album called Firepower. Right. It okay. is amazing. Nice. Um, and uh, it's just... A real, I think they they went through a weird, you know, '90s thing, and they Rob Halford left. They got a new singer, and he was just like, a, I don't know, he's like a karaoke singer because the band right. just said, "Oh, we need someone that sounds like Rob Halford." Okay. There's not sure. many people that do, so they scoured <laughs> everywhere, yeah, and then they find someone that sounds like him. Um, so that's okay. I mean, if you listen to a live record, it's almost like Rob Halford's there. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the albums themselves weren't. I didn't think as good, um, but I do really like them. Um, I know "Screaming for Vengeance." I think that's their actually their most popular record. Um, that was out in, I think that's because the US and Stadium Rock and yeah. that all yeah. came out and um, that that is a great record as well. But, cool. um, so is Rob yeah. back in now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I know he had a couple of other bands during the 90s as well, one called Fight, which was kind of like a hardcore band, which was pretty, you know, I think if people listen to it now, they think, wow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is new hardcore band? It's more yeah. of Elvis band from the '90s. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds up my alley. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> They're awesome. called Fight, I think. Yeah, oh, there
0: you go. Yeah. So then, what made you pick this album as opposed to any of their other ones? Um,
7: okay. it's it's just The one every song is just cool. amazing on it, apart from on the re release, they put this horrible ballad at the end of it, which right. Just, so, don't get the re release, get right. the, original Red and and blue. the original, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I saw there, that. There's a live version of Grinder, which is at really the end good, yeah. But the second last song, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Like you see why yeah. it was dropped off. On well, the the yeah. top yeah. with the re releases and the new versions? People always come on and tell us, don't you know, you got to go the original version, yeah. It's just mm. once you start re releasing and remastering stuff, it's just never the same, yeah. Well, I
7: think probably, um, that came out during uh, I guess like power ballads and all this sort of stuff mm. that came out and uh they thought they'd have a crack at it but not for them not not their not their forte. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did yeah. you
1: first hear about them?
7: Yes. Um oh geez. I don't know. I'm did getting on just, a bit but did they just have <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> were they
1: just one of the bands that were around as you're like getting uh, into music?
7: Yeah, or? I guess so. I guess I probably um I listened to them when I was younger. Um and i really liked metal when i was a kid yeah. um and then i sort of lost interest in that and found it a bit a bit wanky mm-hmm. and then i listened to nirvana and all the grunge stuff and sure. then i also thought that was a bit wanky and then punk came along and that was that's pretty bitch yeah. been my thing ever sure. since um, but revisiting all the metal like early metal records so like a lot of the like Iron Maiden that was released around that time that's really my jam sure. <laughs> okay yeah.
9: awesome. and so then why, why would you have chosen this one over
7: Iron Maiden uh, well it it's a pretty close <laughs> call yeah so I always said that my favorite Maiden record was somewhere in time yes um, and then someone's like how can it not be Number of the Beast and then you listen yes. to Number of the Beast and you're like yeah I don't know and recently I've been listening to Power Slave and that is an amazing record as well so yes. right. it's they were really. I mean, if you consider the '80s and the stuff that was coming out then, they were yeah. just off on. Like these bands were doing their own thing and just sticking to what they did, really good. And mm. yeah. it's just timeless. There's just a lot really to be good. said for that. Sticking yeah. for what you're just, really just
9: you're good it. at. Really. Just you know, loving the process the over the over the today. outcomes, I suppose.
0: Yeah, yeah. So you are in a four-person band, but we notice you're the only one here. Are they not uh, not big? Uh, no, <laughs> you. right. I'm the guy that sticks
7: it on when we go if okay. we if we drive down or we do, yeah. we've done driving you know down to Sydney and stuff and I'm like yes. okay here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so well,
1: how many times in your life have you heard someone at a rock karaoke singing Breaking the Law?
7: Yeah. quite often. Yeah, because
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, that's I think I've probably heard versions of it more than I've heard the original. Yeah, yeah, in my definitely, life. yeah. Because um, it's one of those it's one of those yeah. songs that people just go, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
7: It's pretty good and it's pretty funny. The uh, like the film clip is pretty cheesy, um, but my nephew, he just loves it. Nice, my god, and he's all of five now. So, right. but he yeah. <laughs> he just stands there and you know, yeah. air guitars to it. He loves it. Yeah. I mean, it released in, in, in nineteen eighty,
9: and i listening to it again this morning. I was like, this is an amazing record, like start to finish. It, it is,
7: actually and sound-wise, it's amazing as well. Yeah. It's actually recorded in John Lennon's house, oh, right? oh. Um or his old house after he died. It's sold additional it. information, Ben. Yeah, yeah oh, hold like, on us, know, yeah. this is your forum. So. Man. Come on. <laughs> so, um, the Imagine record was also recorded there, recorded there, mm-hmm. um, and you know the piano, and I think yep. there's the film clip for Imagine, um, but yeah, they recorded this all through. Um, the house. They so basically just set up in different rooms. And um,
0: yeah, she nice.
7: just played. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't hold back. From what
9: I what I looked up, five stars from About.com and All Music, um, five out of five as well. And then they said um, it kick-started Heavy Metal's glory days of the yeah. 1980s. Yeah. And I was like, well, there you go.
7: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I think it was what they referred to as the new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. see that NW. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever that is. And Rolling
1: Stone had them as third of the this as third on the hundred greatest metal albums of all time.
7: Oh, yeah. there we go. So that's a made a
9: yeah.
0: mark. Yeah. But it was, it was eyes, their yeah. sixth album though. Like, yeah, yeah. When they it started, started the, early '70s. How does it, you know. it compare then? I guess musically to their early stuff. Is it similar or does it? It. I, I found it like. I don't listen to a lot of metal, but I found it quite clean for a heavy metal album. Yeah, yeah. Whether maybe their early stuff was similar.
7: Yeah, there's definitely some, I think whoever produced it, I can't remember his name now, um, you know, it was very clean on the drums, very kind of crisp but Mm. cutting guitars and their thing was to, they were a four-piece band or they are a four-piece band but they play the same riff. Yeah. So they had this you know kind of wall of, wall of yeah. Riff. Yeah. totally. Um, which other bands were kind of you know one you'd have your rhythm guitarist and your lead guitarist and so they did it a little bit differently mm-hmm. um the producer
1: uh, was tom Allen, who also did sabbath judas priest Def leopard etc so yeah right
7: don't so, go wrong yeah, yeah. You and, then, and played, their earlier right. stuff is more that kind of um sort of early sabbathy yeah kind of okay thing, you know yeah and they had longer hair and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until Rob's fell out <laughs> I think I read somewhere that Rob, Rob mentioned that
9: they've been touring or they supported ACDC around this time and that's what they I thought I heard a bit of ACDC in this as well
7: yeah it's and pretty thought, yeah you know, up, um, up front like yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm just get started and it's going and the songs are quite short you know yeah so, yeah, it's well,
1: great it's 38 minutes long so they're yeah. short and sweet yeah <laughs> but that's a solid it's a solid power record though
7: yeah, yeah exactly so you can just have it banger from end to end <laughs> start and go
9: what are your favourite
4: tracks?
7: ooh um, I don't know I really like Grinder actually that's yeah. probably my favourite um, oh jeez I don't know that's a hard one they always just come on I'm just just, it's just my go-to album. Yeah, go-to yeah. album. Let's go. And oh, they even have like the weird kind of reggae sound on there as well, a bit as mm-hmm. well. Like it's you know it's pretty cool. Do you find
0: like you listen to it on a loop, like you get to then and you just start back yeah, around and do. start again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> do- nice. Very good. And so
9: you owned this on vinyl, I'm presuming when yeah. it ca- first came out and stuff.
7: Uh, no, I do now, but I didn't when it first came. out. Oh, <laughs> I, was a bit- I was only three. So. Yeah.
9: <laughs> oh. Okay, that's good. You mean oh. you
1: weren't like. Begging for was pocket no. money at three. Yeah, George. <laughs> so that story is actually
9: quite violent. Three yeah. years old, and you find it when you, you know, fifteen or how old are you when you
7: when you, you hold Yeah, probably around that. Yeah, like 14, 15 oh. or something. Yeah, cool. I, know. I guess it was, I guess, sort ofish, newish. Yeah, <laughs> in the okay. scheme of things. Yeah,
9: excellent. Any last punt then, Ben, for um, for Judas Priest and,
7: and British Steel? Any stuff that people should check out? Yes. Uh, they, I reckon they should I mean I love this record but they should check out the newest record as well it's, okay. it's just um, yeah it's just really good it's very it's, it has kind of like they in British Steel there's a lot of um, sort of I don't want to say naff because I don't think they're naff but they have these sound effects like chink chink and it's obviously someone just whacking a table with a piece of metal or something and yes. they recorded it and gone you know that sounds pretty good and they actually do that on the new record too there's a few things like that which, okay. which I enjoy kind of you know harks back to those earlier days and then um, I, I, yeah cool it's, okay yeah. excellent well awesome. thank you for sharing no worries yes. enjoy awesome. thanks for having thank me thank you for cheers cheers
6: and I play a guitar-stringed instrument for Guava Lava.
12: Hello, I'm Ruby, and I also do that. Hi, I'm Liv, and I like yelling.
7: I'm Ned, and I play the uh, clip clock clap ba bap
0: Nice.
12: Okay. <laughs> and we are uh, Guava Lava.
0: Awesome. And what album have you nominated today?
12: <laughs> Three, two, one. Pussy Whipped
6: just yeah. <laughs> yeah. that was really
11: good cool.
6: by bikini kinetic
11: by, yep. by the
1: yeah by the kinetic exactly an epic album choice <laughs> so uh what brought you, because there's four of you here, yeah. what brought you to say this is the first this album? i have got, that got we to are. get four you people to agree on an story. album. It's pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. So they're
7: fighting. After a a it, fair it bit was, of deliberation.
1: Oh, they're fair actually, yeah.
12: bit. Yeah. Well, we all have really different music tastes, which is why we just sound like this mess. <laughs> so this is the one that we all like know well enough to be like,
7: good.
6: <laughs> nice. yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. like Britney
7: Spears and John Coltrane had a disgusting baby yeah and then they got rid of it that's what we sound like
1: yes they that is and definitely something you should put online to yeah. represent your band <laughs> highly recommend so this record came out on Kill Rockstar's records in October 1993 but how did you come about this record because I'm guessing it wasn't in 1993
8: <laughs> we, we were, were
6: all definitely not alive <laughs> <laughs> still um, a little swimmer dad's <laughs> <laughs> dad's favourite box <laughs> stop but yeah um, this is definitely a record had, before birth
12: um Live. I think I kind of just forced everyone into knowing who they are because we used to do a few Bikini Kill covers.
0: Yeah. Um, we, we, oh, still do, we still uh, do. Nice.
12: Sometimes we didn't today. No, not, not today, today. Not today,
0: today specifically, but in general.
12: Um,
6: well, it's great know. to learn those tunes. They're it is relatively simple, but it requires a lot of attack and energy. Lots
12: of energy, and mm. I think they're just really like. Mm like even recording their energy is just like insane it's like I want to do that yeah. uh, it's tiring <laughs> <That's all. laughs> it
6: is
1: tiring
12: for That's time awesome. it
6: would have opened a lot of doors for upcoming female musicians oh yeah
12: absolutely mm-hmm. with like they're making like zines and stuff exactly. and, like hey
6: a, you can do this yeah
12: too. girls to the front who wants to do this female artists come forward like yeah this is what I today's think. all about
1: yeah Yes, that is very true. And so they, this was uh, reviewed as being a manifesto for the new movement. It was like that. Some of the reviews that came out when uh, it was launched in '93, and obviously it was the pinnacle record of the Riot Girl movement. Yeah. And do you still think it's relevant today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
12: Definitely. I mean, not? Especially something like this, like Girls Rock Today, yeah. would be here without. Yeah, and also I guess because it's so like angry and stuff, it's like with everything that's going on, it's like sometimes, sometimes I, f- I feel like it's an appropriate album to like put on to like go ready to like go slam some like like homophobes, misogynists. Like you just put it on, and get really
6: angry. Your nice. dad can like kick the door open after getting out of the cab and just slam it right on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is one of my uh running on a treadmill um yes. records because yes. I'm like I need to get this I need to get to a 3k or whatever because otherwise Kathleen's just going to beat me up. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that though. Yeah, she I'd did that. probably <laughs> say <that too. laughs> But like I got beat up by Kathleen Hannahs. Yeah, that would be that's that. my life dream. Yeah. Life uh, should we put it to her? Like just, Please. okay, fair enough. Please. So, um have you listened to cuz so they made what one other record as a band? One
0: or two. Yeah, yeah. they, they and they had amount, a bunch yeah. of EPs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, there was the, oh, what's it called? It's a really
12: weird name for an album. It's like the first version of the two double something or others. Like
6: the first two albums. How what they
12: it? Yeah, it's like the first. Oh gosh, I don't know. It's some ridiculous like name, but that one I think was like the. It's like the gateway drug to be it is that one's just like the live
1: stuff and you can like hear them mm-hmm. like screaming and kicking stuff and and i think it's important for people who are unsure this is the album that um was the main the main time rebel girl came out yes. yes. though they, they'd recorded it twice before for eps etc but this is so it's a third time around but it this became the song
12: yeah mm-hmm.
1: no it really is is this one of the songs that you cover
12: no, oh. we don't do Rebel Girl. We do. We did Suck My Left one for a long time. That was the first song that we ever played as a band. Nice. nice. So that was really fun. It was a disaster. <laughs> I dropped my guitar like midway through. The intro, yeah. yeah it was great. Nice. I didn't know how to sing or yell. It was great.
6: <laughs> I mean, you can cover those songs, but you can't recreate them no you can't her and her like
12: like a little like go-go boots just like going ham it's like i try but like that's hard (laughs) like i don't have
1: the core strength bloody
12: workout
1: yeah Yeah. exactly so it's uh, an enormously important punk album for the riot girl movement yeah and do you think it still sits relevant today the messages that are on this record
12: absolutely just like unbridled feminine rage is always so important and relevant. Yeah. So, I'm
0: going to put that as my new Twitter bio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. awesome. It's the only possible logical reaction to the world as it is today. Yeah. yeah is unbridled rage.
11: Yeah.
1: So. Yes, which is fair. Do you have partic- favourite um, tracks on the album? Um, I,
12: mean, I really like Alien She. Mm-hmm.
1: That's on that album, right? Yeah, that's yeah, okay. like track. So,
12: really? That one's really good. I just think it's really angry. And um, um, oh god, I'm so bad with song names. Um, thank you.
0: It's hard because <laughs> we normally talk about like when we're talking about different songs, like oh, I really like the versatility of this and the way this strong track moves. But it's like this is just these songs all work the same. It's like it's that one pace, it's that one yeah. coming out you right at you yeah. aggressive. It's it's
6: kind of a, it's a collection of the same thing.
0: Yeah, just yeah.
6: Works. Um, Lil Red is so
12: good. That was one that I like. Yeah, I'd slept on for a long while, and I finally just sort of like was actually like okay, picking this and listening to it, it was like oh it's and hard. blood one as well is really good
0: nice
1: so do you think they judging i'm gonna i'm gonna assume a bit of a yes at this point yeah. like a, this question but do you think that maybe this record and this band have influenced you in any way in the music you create yes absolutely
12: <laughs> uh, I, actually when uh what was it four years ago now more than yeah. four years ago now live Put a status on On Facebook, Facebook as a yeah. joke. Yeah. I was like, who wants to start a Riot Gold Band? Because i just got into Bikini Kill. I was like, oh, that's really funny. I forgot that I went to a music school, so everyone was like, hell yeah. And I was like, what have I done? <laughs> <And then> four, <laughs> Here we like, are. Like,
6: four years later, we're like still like, "Have uh, this a joke? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nobody that's knows, so not joke. even this us. This is just but performance
1: theatre. Yeah, yeah, it's a
0: long one, long con.
1: That's fine. So did you, is that how you all met for a Facebook status? Um, Well, we had like, because it was like, Ruby and I,
12: because we went to that school, and then we had some other members, and then it sort of just ended up being, like, these guys came along one by one, and...
6: Yeah. yeah. Ned, Ned and gave it's... me a hula hoop,
1: and that. <laughs> well, that's one way, I guess, um, it's not the best way to start a band, <laughs> so that's fun. So So, somebody, go, Liam.
12: I was just
0: going to say, how do you think this album holds up against the other Bikini Kill albums? Like how, what made you pick this one as opposed to one of the other ones?
12: Um, We did have a really hard time trying to pick an album. Yeah. And I think we're all just sort of like trying to just pick one that we all sort of knew and we're like enough to talk about and be like, we all enjoy this. And I think Ned put it forth and we're all like, yeah, classic, can't go wrong.
1: And have you followed... The music created by the like members since they stopped being Bikini Kill,
12: not as much. I (laughs) do know that Kathleen, well, Bikini Kill's back. Mm -hmm. So angry in America right now. What (laughs) was that? Riot Fest in Chicago.
5: Oh, (laughs) it
12: was. I'm gonna go. Like Kathleen had like Bikini Kill, like the B52s, like one of the members from My Chemical Romance, like like, (laughs) the Flaming Lips. Like what's going on?
1: That sounds so confusing. (laughs) Yeah,
12: Bikini Kill back and yeah. But I think it's, like, the combination of, like, they're, like, it's, there's just something that's, like, really exciting and, like, slightly unprofessional about Bikini Kill that it's just, like, kind of angry and, like, like, messy and not all, like, studio.
6: and raw. Yeah. yeah.
12: Yeah. And not, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's enjoyable. Just sort of, like, the mess and the rage of it rather than just, like, you know, proper, like, thought about, like, songs with, like, different tones and.
1: Like, I just want yelling.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> just
12: want yelling. Yeah. So
1: if somebody had never heard Bikini Kill before and they had the opportunity to listen to a track from the record, in order to say this is your first influence, like your first time, what would you recommend they listen to? <sighs> Putting you on the spot. <laughs> it's not
6: just I know it's super You gotta really sit them down, think- like shake them, like hey, listen to this now yeah just slap the headphones on yeah i think you could choose one song
12: i think mm. i don't know i think if you have to i know it's super generic but if you choose rebel girl yeah and that's just and that's a still gateway, gonna shake it. and then they're gonna listen to the rest of yeah
5: it, i think
1: i love that you call it a gateway <laughs> it is it's It, is. it is. 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 the gateway song so i
12: can't listen to that song and then not listen to more bikini like, yeah it comes up on a playlist yeah. you just have to click like go to artist and then just shuffle, shuffle yeah you just have
0: to Nice.
11: I mean,
12: if I felt like they were also, like, more, like, into the actual musical side of it, I'd probably pick, um, like, Blood One because mm-hmm. it's just got that really, really, like, gritty bass line. It's just, like, you can't not want to, like – it's a podcast, you can't actually see what I'm doing. But you are dancing. Like, Do a little wiggle. That's a You're a yeah. yeah. There's,
10: there's wiggles. We can describe, yeah. <laughs> yes,
12: that's true. That's awesome.
6: So I believe that's what they call a shimmy.
1: So yeah, That's a shimmy with the shoulders. I was doing, like, a knee shimmy. A knee shimmy. That, if you were watching the B-52s, that would totally work right now. Yeah. There you go. <gasps> I want to be Chicago. <laughs> <So you're, laughs> your final pitch for why people should love this record. Um, Everyone gets
12: angry and make it fun. It makes, it makes being angry fun and valid. And like, yeah, we get angry about this stuff too. Do it with us. That's what...
1: Yeah. You said it all yeah <laughs> <laughs> sweet
12: thank cool. you so well, much
0: yeah, thank you very much for joining us today thank, thank
1: you guys thank you. great record